Hey C3, welcome to day three of November fast. I hope you're enjoying our fast. I hope you feel like you're breaking through and drawing close to the Lord. And I would be willing to bet that you probably have faced some opposition. I know I, I woke up this morning and felt sick in my body and thought, how can I fast if I feel sick? And then I looked at it and I said, ah, I know who you are. I'm gonna do it anyways. And so I feel a ton better. Just push through all that opposition and take advantage of these next 21 days. Today I wanna to talk to you about the topic of intimacy and that's a little bit of an ambiguous word that's kinda of taken on a different slant in recent times. But historically, intimacy pointed to the close uh, relationships where people were connected and very familiar with one another, deep, close, intimate friends. Now I'm not sure how much intimacy you experienced in life. For me, I don't really have many memories of intimacy growing up. Of course, I had friends and family, but I wouldn't say I, I, I felt like I was really close. Even as a teenager, I had friends, but I can't say I ever experienced intimacy with them. Things tended to be, you know, just surface level, kind of matter of fact, daily details of life. And to be honest with you, I think that's the case with a lot of us because we have a defense mechanism that's up keeping people out because we are insecure and we're afraid that people really get to know the real us. They won't want to know us anymore. But in April 1985, I experienced an intimacy like, like no other. It was then, while visiting a special gathering for students at a church I had never attended, I felt a closeness with God that has changed my life forever. As the evangelist was speaking, there was this increasing sense of God coming close to me as he did. And that was remarkable because I don't know, I didn't know that that was a possibility. I thought that while we're here on earth, God knew us and he was watching over us, but our ability to know him and experience him was really reserved for life after death. I now understand that we are hardwired for intimacy from the moment we're born, a closeness not only with others, but with God. But as you, as you know, everything in this world fights against us experiencing that on both levels. It's in that initial moment that I felt closer, more familiar, and more connected to the Lord than any other person at any other moment in my life. And I now understand that that's not only what he wants to do in my life, but it's what he wants to do in your life and everyone else's. Proverbs 18:24 says, there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Psalm 61 verse four says, Lord, let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. Now, second thing I discovered was that this intimacy was accessible anywhere and at any time. After I experienced God being close at church, I, I was shocked to go home, kneel down by my bed and experience the exact same closeness. And it was there in that closest that I heard God's voice and sensed him speaking and encouraging and directing me and ever since then, it's been an absolute game changer. Now, one last thing that you need to know about this intimacy with God, it is impacted by entropy. Entropy is a law that says everything that is in order tends to gravitate towards disorder. If you build a sandcastle that's perfect that no one touches out on the beach, over time, the little sand pieces will fall off and eventually the sandcastle will disappear. And a, a brand new house that you build that no one moves into, come back in 50 years and that thing will be falling apart because entropy just causes the downward decline of all things. And the truth is that 
Entropy impacts our experience with God. There'll be moments of deep intimacy that we have where we feel so close and so connected with God and, and enjoying his pleasure and enjoying his help. And over time, you will sense that dissipating, maybe even to the point where you feel like God has left you. And at that moment, you're gonna feel like you've done something wrong, you haven't honored the relationship. I, I want you to know that that's just a normal part of life, that we lose that close sensation with God. The key is to recognize it and do something about it. And I think that's why Jesus fasted regularly. He was experiencing entropy and he wanted to reestablish intimacy with the Father. He wasn't experiencing that 100% all of the time, so he fasted. You know, the disciples experienced an unusually high level of intimacy with Jesus. While, while he was here on earth and they were with him, spent three and a half years together sleeping in the fields and gardens and doing ministry. But as he began to talk to them about his departure, he began expressing the value of fasting. In fact, you'll remember that the, the Pharisees asked him one time, why don't you and your disciples fast? And Jesus responded, there's no need to fast while the bridegroom is present. It's after the bridegroom departs that everyone needs to fast. And I think it's there that Jesus was introducing the idea that fasting is a means of bringing the presence of God back close when we feel that he's distant. And I can certainly only speak for myself, but even though we've only been fasting for two days, I already feel so much closer to him than when we initially started. And I hope that's the case for you as well, because that really is the foundation for every fast to be able to draw close to God. Well, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to leave a comment below to encourage other people who are participating in November fast. And be sure to check off the other responsibilities you have for the fast. And I look forward to seeing you soon.